MFL, the MFL podcast, MFL, the MFL podcast, MFL, the MFL podcast with Mitchell. Welcome everybody to the podcasting studio inside the home of the commissioner of the Mitchell Football League. My name is Mitchell. I'm here uh, with a lot of people. A lot of people tonight. It's a huge night, big night. Uh, let's go around the room. We can just introduce ourselves. We'll start with my uh, counterpart here across the table from me. I am the namesake of the MFL, Mason. <laughs> All right, uh, Hannah, you're also in the room. Go ahead and say hi to the people in podcast land. Podcast land. Wow, thank you so much. Love spirit, love spirit, love spirit. My dog's also here. Speaking of my dogs, go ahead and introduce yourself on the computer one at a time. All right. My yeah. name is Max. It's an honor to be a part of the league now. And I look forward to this podcast. Yeah, Max, this is your first time on the MFL podcast. How's that feel? This is a special moment. This is his first time on any podcast. Is this your first time on any podcast? Also true, yeah. Wow. <laughs> First podcast. Wow, I didn't know that's what we were doing tonight. Uh, go ahead, Adam. I'll... Hi, it's Adam on the podcast again. Perfect. Hi. What was the last time you were on the podcast? I don't... Um, it, oh, it's been a long time. Other than just like a quick call-in, it must have been when we uh, did that super long podcast What was that website yes. that you guys Good did thing. on? Uh, Periscope. We were doing Periscopes. Because yeah. I live in Jacksonville, I never drive down. Yeah, and we would just have random That was the like, worst thing. Yeah, it was terrible. Talking about a bunch of them, so. Speaking of not being terrible, Logan. Oh, I'm sorry? Go ahead and introduce yourself. Mm. <laughs> That's classic. Were you? Yes, it is me, Logan, of the uh, the manager of the Logan's Legion. Um, the top five team. I kind of add that in there because you know I mean that's that's where we're at now. Easily. And I'm Easily, you can add that in, and I give you my permission to add that in. Uh, first off, second Logan question. has five starters in the top forty overall. Wow, that's almost as many as another team. Um, <laughs> I think what what I love about Logan. Is right now not only does he have a mustache, but he's wearing a wife beater and he's drinking yeah. a Corona Tall Boy. Yes. Nothing. Yeah. But it's not like a normal. It's a what's? It's a Corona Extra. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know. I just got a bunch of people with coronavirus. Like four. That's four Coronas. Yeah. That it looks massive. You look. Yeah. It's, it's the size of your. It's bigger than your head. It, you look like a giant. And it looks like it's almost empty the way he's sipping it. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of almost being empty, a uh, couple things, a couple big things we need to talk about tonight on the podcast. Huge amount of trades, huge amount of off-season yes. moves. Uh, but for a while here, I think it would only be fitting if we didn't talk, because we talk all the time, and we let the great people on the computer uh, maybe give me a little review how do you think your off season went we'll start uh we'll go with max the youngest max how was your off season um i, I definitely have been happy with, with how i inherited the team um i know i had one good player patty mahomes really and then i guess obj and aj brown but i, I think i've really turned it around into a possibly playoff team with some good in-season management um my one regret 
regret is giving up my first round pick to Mason. That's the one I feel like eh on. But overall, got to be pleased with what I've done. Been happy with my trades. I feel like there are a lot of people out there who look back at their <laughs> dealings with Mason and go, yeah, I regret that one. Uh, no. <laughs> it's kind of like you're the high school like star quarterback. And like now I have the beer belly and I'm 30. No, 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 no. Like we have sex, but then you never call me back. And then Uh, I'm like, oh my gosh, I regret that. So that's what you are. You're, I mean, I I love that Mason is still the bad guy. Thank you, Logan. For sure. Any any really bad trades that anybody recently, there are definitely other people who have screwed other people, but yet Mason is still the bad guy. And notice it's notice who's always pointing the finger though. It's Jared and Mitchell. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. We've talked about this several times. Yeah. I mean, I, if I'm pro Mason, then I'm pro his team getting better. I'm not pro that. Uh, so anything that's going to keep his team from getting better is good for my team. You know what I mean? You do the same thing for me. I, I, I talk up your team. The Joffrey and Mason's wife had no clue who Joffrey was and was really upset about that. I don't mm-hmm. mind that. Would my wife not know who was to who? Joffrey from Game of Thrones. Oh yes, yes, the Game of the uh, Thrones. See, I don't even know that reference still, and it still already got made. Uh, speaking of bad references that were made, Adam, go ahead. How do you feel your off season's been? Uh oh. Uh, pretty good. I know you don't like my uh my Damian Williams trade. That's true. We'll get we'll get to that one. We'll get to we'll get to our opinions on things. What what other off season moves okay. have you made besides that? Is that, really is that the first movie you made? Huh? Is that the first movie you made this offseason? It may have been. I I did not have a very active offseason. Mm. Um, I made the trade with um, with Jared earlier today to get uh, Devontae Freeman. I like that deal. My fifth, my fifth and eighth. Um, and my eighth was a dead pick anyways. And then I made the trade with you. I sent you um, my ninth and Damian Williams for a sixth. And so, so can, I, can I like explain my reasoning right now? Let's go. We're going to do that. We'll do that next segment. Next segment. My, okay. my question, though, is out of your deals or lack thereof of making deals, is that motivated by a confidence that you have in your team? Or is that just because there were no deals to be made for you? Uh, it's a mix of I like the team that I have. I, I really like uh, the people that I have. There were a couple pieces that I kind of fished out there to see what value they would get. Um, but I, you know, people didn't feel the same on them, and so you know, I'm not gonna make a trade just to make a trade. I'm gonna yeah. make a trade if I think that it makes my team better. Mm. I think there are a lot of so there's there's a mixed bag of teams out there. Like you know, what I mean, like my team, I haven't made deals because. There's not a lot of deals for me to make just because there's I, I have such a small margin of like players. You Every player I have, play with, like yeah, it's, just it's all players. big. But then yeah. you have other people like Caleb, who I feel like Caleb has a lot uh, picks to to move things to do. So his is just like he's so over, you know, confident in his team that he's not making deals. Yeah. So there's that that flip side, that catch twenty two between the like two different managers are saying, okay, you're not making deals, but why? Yeah. You feel really good about your team, or is yeah. there just nothing for you to do? It's a lack of caring. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, speaking of lack of caring, Logan, go ahead, dude. How do you feel your off season's been? Oh, my, it's been great. Had a lot of fun. Definitely the 
most active offseason I've ever been a part of. By far. Um, by far. So, no, I mean, I, I like where my team's at right now. I mean, it's not going to really hit me until the draft day, I think. Um, but we can talk about that later, whenever it's time. What were your, what were some of your notable offseason moves? And Because you've made, there were big I, ones before all this. I don't even know who was on my team at the end of the season. You got, so dude, literally, yeah, he, I think literally everybody on his team, he's gotten this offseason. Dalvin Cook, he got from you, yeah. offseason. That was the big Joe move. Mixon, offseason from Derek. Yep. Kelsey and Woods, offseason moves from Jake, I think, That's right? That's from me. Or I Max. Yeah, that's from Max. Yeah. And then AJ Brown, he got, he got from me. All of his moves came in the offseason. His whole team is new from last season. Wow. I mean, coming from where you were, I mean, so what's what's motivated this all this change in your fantasy football perspective? Because you've never been the uh, overly active, on top of things, guy. Um, I would say that part of it comes from you know I have I do have some things to prove this season. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously I finished in the last little bit for the past couple of seasons and it's starting to take a toll um, on my pride on my fantasy football you know what I mean career. So I have to uh, really pick that up. And, so it's it's you know motivated me to show people what I can really do when I when I want to commit fully. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so that I mean, oh yeah, Hannah, she tell us about it. your off season. Hasn't made any off season moves. What's so, the reasoning behind that? Yeah, like Mitchell's talking. Um, into the mic, sweetie. You com- you confident in your reclaiming being the first repeat champion? I would just say it comes from a place of it being such a crazy season coming forward, just not knowing what everything's going to look like. So I feel confident in my team as it is. I didn't feel like there are major things that needed to happen at this moment. Um, also, I think that it's just hard to determine what would be a formidable move at this point in time. So. Wow. And they're taking the coronavirus. That was a, a very woke stance on yeah. fantasy football. I, I liked it. Also, you threw in some big words there. I mean, you've got Derek's for a loop, bro. Derek don't know big words. Right now, he's probably... He just he's, logged yeah, off. Yeah, he just logged off. So thanks a lot. Lost them. Lost We're losing our demographic. Half of our viewer. Oh, uh, gone. So when you look at you right now, if you were a betting woman... What kind of odds would you need to you bet on yourself to repeat? To repeat Yeah, when? one and two, double your money. Would I need to triple your money, quadruple your money for you to bet on yourself? I, I'm always doubtful on a back-to-back winner just because I think people are less likely to be willing to make a trade they think would benefit me moving forward. I mean, that's a general statement in trades is no sure. one's there to help you. But we all hate you because you won last. Yeah. More than anyone else. For sure. Um, good space to be in. Mitchell hasn't been there in a while. Okay. But me and you have well, been there in a couple actually, years. Mitchell's I never heard. been in this space in this yeah. league. I have. In this league? <laughs> yes, I've won. Oh, was that, was that the DFL or the MFL? That, that was the DFL. Okay. I think it was actually still called the MFL. The MFL was initially started as a joke. Like that was They, they were trying to make fun of me with that name. And lo and behold, I own that shit. And there's no making fun of me for that. That's the classic when your parents bully you and like your parents are like when you get bullied in school, yeah. just tell them thank you. Steer into the skid, friends. And, and they're gonna stop the bullying you. 
Uh, so let's go through. Let's review a couple trades that have just been recently made. Yeah. Let's do a couple big ones though. I think let's start with probably one of the biggest ones that involves Logan. Uh, I want to go all the way back to the Dalvin Cook trade. Can you pull up really quick what that trade what that exactly trade. was? So I, that. So the thing I won't be able to pull up is picks. That's fine. That's totally fine. I got Logan's number one. I think that was the only pick in that. Um, but that was a huge trade. I mean, that Dalvin Cook finished what top five last year. So. So it was Dalvin Cook. And Aaron Rodgers for Juju, Mostert, Mac, and then the number one, Logan's first pick. Yes. Logan's first round. Adam, what do you think when you saw that trade? What'd you think? I'm sorry, can you review it? My mom was just asking me if I wanted chicken tacos. Oh, it's an automatic. Do you, do you a, want chicken tacos? Do you want chicken tacos? I know, I know Logan got Dalvin Cook. I don't remember any of the, any of the other trades. It was Dalvin Cook and Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, for Juju, yep. Mostert, Mack, and the second overall pick in the draft come upcoming. Oh, yeah. Uh, I like the acquisition of Dalvin Cook. I think he paid a lot for it. Um, that second overall pick with some of the running backs that are coming in this year, hefty price. Um, I'm kind of... That was also before, before the, NFL the NFL draft, yeah. so you weren't sure who it was. But it turned out like, probably Jonathan Taylor, yeah. DeAndre yeah, Swift type guy. So I personally, I mean, I think it helped Logan in the long run. Yeah. Um, but looking back on it, I don't know. Maybe let's do it this way. We'll do so. We'll for each one of these trades, we'll let one third party person, and we'll change who it is each time. Yeah. Do the little breakdown like Adam did, and yeah. then we'll go. Circle I fire think, here and go. I think, to be honest with you, I'm changing my answer. I think Logan should have not made that trade. Wow, thank you very much. Basically, it's Dalvin Cook. Yep. Because he dropped the other guys for Juju, Mostert, Mack, and Jonathan Stewart. Yeah. After that, Juju, Mostert, Mack, and Jonathan Stewart, then Dalvin Cook. I do Especially love with Logan Cook. having to keep our positions for those guys. So, we're going to go around the circle just quickly. Couple, you know, a few words or less. Who won the trade? Max, who won the trade? Oh man, it's a toss up. I would, I would say, I would say Mitchell, just because uh, I'm not a big believer in being top heavy. I like having more balance throughout a roster instead of two one star and, and a bunch of mediocre players. I'd rather have a bunch of good players. So I say Mitchell. I like how this man thinks. Logan, who won the trade? Do I have a bunch of mediocre players or do I have a bunch of stars? I would say I won the trade then because where my team's at now, I mean, I can't look at anything and be like, no, I shouldn't have done that. Wow, what a real stance! Every broken road led me straight to you, as Rascal Flatts would say. Uh, Mason, you want to trade? Uh, I would say you did on that one. Hannah, who broke it down that way. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I also believe I won the trade. I did that just because I, I feared Dalvin Cook's gonna get hurt. Like yeah. that was the main idea behind all of this. Now I think it, I think it hurt. It's it's twofold though. If I get it's too complicated, but like I'd I'd rather Logan have those players for you, but for you I'd rather have Dalvin Cook on your roster. It was very close. It was very very close. Yeah. Can you look up the Patrick Mahomes trade? Let's With do Max. Yeah, let's do Max and Jake next, because uh, that was a big deal moving Patrick Mahomes. I yeah, think he, no, Max won this trade by a landslide. I think he gave a third round pick with it. But other than that, it was Matt Ryan, Julian Edelman, Travis Kelsey, and Austin Eckler. Wow. For Mahomes and oh, James yeah. Conner. Wow. That's it. So that's what changed the tide for Max's team. That trade right yeah, there I mean, gave Max yeah. a breath of new life. Uh, Max, what were you thinking when you did that? 
Was that the game yeah, plan as soon as you took the team over? I was happy I held off from your uh, your first offer because I know you offered me like Mostert and and Mac um, and Matt Ryan is projected. I just saw today to have the second most passing yards uh, for next season behind Patrick Mahomes. So I think because I yeah. got Matt Ryan, it really made it a no brainer that I that I won that one. Mm-hmm. Logan, are you still there? I think he stepped away. Wow, just like that. Just like that. Hannah, any thoughts on that trade? Nope. Excellent. Luna, just as... Round circle. We all agree. Logan, do you remember that trade that Max made? Yes. Who won? Max. Time out. Hold on. Is that your Hold second? Hold on. That's wait a second. So that's your eighth, eighth, wait a second. eighth corona? <laughs> that wasn't a one-time decision you made at a 7-Eleven. Like, no. that was... You bought, yeah, you you bought multiple of those. You're this man to try to have a good time on the podcast. Yeah. Stay nice, man. Oh. Yeah, it's a big-time party night for all of us. Hump day, am I right? Home day, am I right? What was another big trade that was made? Another big trade that was made in the off season. Um, Logan and Derek oh, the for Joe, Joe Mixon. Mixon. Let's look at that real quick. So that was um, Derek had gotten his first round pick back from Logan. Okay. In this trade, so I that's know a that. third overall pick, which third. we knew at this point that that's what that was going to be. We knew. It was, I don't think we. It was before the draft. I'm pretty sure. No. Logan, was it before the draft? No, it was... It was after. It was June 1st. Yeah, so say it was like... Because that was the day we played Oakwood with uh, Nathaniel. So, Joe Mixon and Garbage for Enkeel Harry, Daryl Henderson, and Jordan Howard. Oh, my God. This was before the draft. Because we didn't know if the Rams had drafted a running back yet. It was still a gamble. No, this is after, is this not no, after, this after the, draft? the draft. Really? Yeah. So, we knew they had Cam Akers? What did Derek get? He got Enkeel Harry, Patriots wide receiver... Daryl Henderson, running back for the Rams, and Jordan Howard. Logan, break me down. I want you to and put, his, me, what put okay. me in the situation room here. Okay, Derek, obviously, and he still needs some more players, like, that just have a little more, you know, a little bit higher, higher ceiling. And he had Joe Mixon. Really, Joe Mixon doesn't, hasn't signed a contract. He could be a holdout. He could be. a contract. So that was... That still is a deciding factor. I remember that was a that was a story that had come out like right before then. What a great move, capitalizing on the negative press of someone. Just so better and move. Also, number one guy in Patriot in the at the Patriots now. You know, I mean, like he's like they're up and coming. They did a first round draft pick on him, which sure. is like oh my God. Logan. Logan. Yeah, Logan. He's not on your team anymore. You don't have to sell him. Listen, I'm just saying, Jordan Howard, he's he's a stud in Miami. He's proven that he can carry the ball for them. So okay. I don't see it as a terrible move for Derek. I oh, Logan won this by a landslide. Yeah, it wasn't close. Nikhil, yeah. Nikhil Harry has, like, very, very end of the bench. No. Like, very end I'm keeper. all pro, especially with Cam Newton now. It's going to be great, right, Mitchell? Yeah, no, no. Harry. I mean, you got to be real. Hear the sarcasm Harry. for the mic. I, I think, okay, sure. I, I think it's worth it. I would and say that's another big concern, injury problem. But well, with Tom Brady, Tom Brady's tough to play with. Every player in the NFL, you know what I mean, is an injury prone at this point because sure. everyone you. sits out a couple games a season. Thank you. Well, Logan. not like, injury prone's bullcrap. Like everybody's injured. I don't think so. There are definitely some people who are more like maybe not like this others. year, but then like the next year, and then the next year, like that player in like a four to five year span won't be injured. 
So I guess we yeah, sure they get injured, but in its first year, well, yeah. and they're still not producing much with Tom Brady. Uh, I don't know. But just like I said, that was something that Tom Brady's he's tough to play with as a quarterback because he just won't throw you the ball. If he doesn't feel like you're going to run the right route or you're going to be where he needs you to be to throw that ball, yeah, yeah I mean, and, and that's what you see. I mean, well, that's, see that's that. indicative of where Hugh Harry's game is. Like, if Tom Brady doesn't trust him, that's indicative of how good Hugh Harry is. Yeah, but Cam Newton made Calvin Benjamin fantastic. Like Cam Newton, when, when they went to the Super Bowl, his MVP year, he had no one because Calvin Benjamin yeah. was hurt. So I think Greg Olson was the best like thing. And then it was just scrubs. The rest of that team. So, Devin Funches, yeah. garbage. No, Devin Funches was hurt too. Really? Yes, they were. They were down to like third string worst. But that's what I'm saying with, especially when you talk about Cam and you go sarcasm, whatever. And we don't have to have Cam debate again. But to me, the value with Cam Newton comes in his ability to do a lot with very little. He'll throw it, the ball. He won't. He'll yeah. short the memory and throw the ball you again. Exactly, Max. When you when you're looking at making a trade, where do you weigh injury history in? Uh, um. I guess like Logan was saying, if it's been, you know, a four or five year stand where it seems like every every uh, year they're missing two or three games, then it comes into play. But if you just miss a couple games one year, it doesn't matter to me. So not that big of a deal to me. Gotcha. Gotcha. What do you guys think um, when you're looking at, because this is something, and I want to, we're going to end, the cherry on top is talking about the trades that were done today. I think. So we're going to come back to that. So just a really quick sidebar, because I spent yesterday with Jared. Uh, and what he kept saying was and just continuously pulling up dynasty rankings to look at players. So okay. my question for the for the circle here, the power the friendship circle, where do you factor in dynasty rankings? Where do you factor in season long rankings? Because we're kind of in a weird in between. So do you rely on more one more than the other or what are you doing there? Mm. Let's go with Logan first. On what, oh. I think it depends on where your team is. Like if you're in a in a like a place where you're rebuilding, then yes, dynasty rankings are like super high on the board because you're looking to build a team that in in two years is going to win. Yeah. But if you're in a place where you're trying to win now, yes, they matter, but you're also looking at, at uh, redraft league. Logan? I, I don't really, I don't care about them too much. I yes. think that with the Jubilee and with, you know, just how much things move, especially for someone with my team management, it's kind of like, because like people are going to be on my team that long anyways and picking up like oh, we can go back to the whole thing my whole strategy also with uh, the waiver wire you know what I mean yeah how many people are like going to be really good in dynasty rankings but they're really on the waiver wire how many people are picked up every year on the wire that are going to you know what I mean so yeah they're definitely you know like I think we saw last year like even go like JJ Ortega Whiteside was a first round pick last year when yeah. he had, he, it was just because he was just had been drafted. He like, he had no business being in that thing. Uh, but I love the idea. When you put in the whole picture, people, the mustache, the, the tank top, the corona, telling us to not live for the future but just think about today. Whole, <laughs> the whole Logan DeVega package I'm in on. If you were a lifestyle brand, I'd be buying whatever you're selling. I'll tell you that much. Bird dogs. Uh, Max, what do you think about Dynasty versus season-long rankings? What did you jump yeah, into I this think- league? Yeah, I haven't cared about Dynasty at all. I was just focused on, on changing a garbage roster around to a decent one. So yeah, don't care about Dynasty rankings. Probably never will. Mm, preach wow. it, brother. Max doesn't care about any rankings, though. Have you tried to trade with him? He's all like, <laughs> I like my own players. I don't care about rankings. Well, that's a decent thing to do. Yeah, I got the Max ranking 
system. That's what matters. Yeah, because it, the reality is, if I'm selling a guy, I've already looked up who has him ranked the highest, and that's the rankings I'm pushing to the person I'm selling him to. Yep. So even Haley like, did that. Yeah, for sure she did. <laughs> she did. She not only did that, she nitpicked and went from like four different people yeah. and was like, yeah, oh, well, I use this one here. I use this one here. Oh, okay. Hannah, go ahead. Defend yourself. I don't have to defend myself. Why not? Because I don't have to. Yeah. Champions don't right. have to defend themselves. That's what I'm saying. Same on this one. Everybody my, with a ring can talk yeah, to you about that. Me and Mason can yeah. hang out. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Speaking of hanging out, Mason, where do you go? You going uh, Dynasty? You going... I do a mix of everything. And it also, like, similar to Adam says, it depends on who I'm trading to, and I'll preach that to them. Yeah. So someone who I know their team is in a rebuilding phase, I'll preach to them, Dynasty rankings have this guy. But I'll look at... Um, season long and then I'll use Dynasty to break a tie break usually gotcha. so I'll, I'll do Dynasty to break a tie break if there's two people I'm taking the 24 year old over the 30 year old if they're within five spots of each other okay but um, yeah but I I think I like AJ Green and he's a, a good example I feel like of someone who probably in Dynasty and injury things we've talked about tonight yeah yeah for sure really low yeah but if you look AJ Green I mean from like three years ago you know what? Logan, he's, he's like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. text you tonight, bro. Don't worry. I mean, you go back to just, I mean, not very long ago. Like, when we did the... It was 2018. Yeah. He, he was, was a wide receiver eight through the first 10 years of the season. Good. Yeah. Then he got hurt and hasn't played since. But, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. that's a year and a half. Joe Burrow, new offensive line. He's got a running back. I Like, I think A.J. Green is going to be, like, a good person, but I bet on Dynasty, he's ranked really low. Oh, he for is. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even in season long, he's in the 70s. That's interesting to me. To me, AJ Green, which is going to segue perfectly here, has a lot of the same, you know, Antonio Brown and um, uh, Devonta Freeman vibe to it. Where you're looking at yeah. these guys who are very proven entities that you can say, yeah, there's a very, very realistic way to me that Devonta Freeman could be a fantasy starter on a team next year. Yeah. If he got picked up and just signed by the right team. So, you look at AJ, similar to Carlos Hyde last year. For sure, yeah, absolutely. You know, you, you go through and you just say, yeah. "Hey, uh, I'm going to take this, you know, this risk with this guy and believe he can come back to that level." Yeah. So, uh, since we brought up the name Adam, give us the logic behind the Devonta Freeman trade today. Okay, so if I'm talking the Devonta Freeman trade, I'm also going to talk the other trade because it's all kind of connected. Wow. For me, uh, everything's connected. Um, so Devonta Freeman. I traded a fifth and an eight for Devontae Freeman. Yes. Uh, my dead picks for this year were eight, ninth, and tenth rounds. So yeah, yeah, dead I would not have been able to get those picks. Yep. So I give away the eighth round pick, um, trade a fifth round for him. If he, if he like signs to a team and he just uh, signed with a new agent. Yes, like, Drew Rosenhaus, a like, good agent. The one that dumped Antonio Brown. Yeah. Yeah.
do you know how many rushing yards he had? No idea. Over those eight games, 100 yards. Bro, he, okay, I don't. But he was hurt and ended up playing a lot of the games. And he had 124 in week 17 alone. Dissension. The thing is, with him, he is hit or miss on week. He is not going to be the full-time starter for very long. I think Clyde Edwards-Flair comes in and gets that up. Um, and really, the times where he's proven himself have been the playoffs of the NFL, system, uh, NFL season, yeah. which are not we, we don't use. That, that yeah. is when he has played super well. Yeah. And it's just, that is, I, I, you look at what he's uh, projected to for this next season yeah. 120 fantasy points I look at the next guy on my on my uh, roster that I'm looking at he's, been, he's getting 140 and honestly this guy's uh, younger and who, I think he has a better future yeah, and a better Slayton. connection with his team and I'm not going to say who because if I like Devontae Freeman then it's I'll probably end up dropping this dude and trying to get him in the draft it's yeah it's definitely Darius Slayton though right um Regardless, <laughs> I think I don't think I don't I think anybody in the league would rather have Damien Williams over Devonta Freeman. Yeah, and you paid more for Freeman than their Damien Williams cost. I just completely disagree with that. I look at the stats and I don't like what I see. I don't see him as someone who is actually going to be able to take on a full workload. But Devonta okay. Freeman was terrible. Yeah, and here's the thing. Yeah, but did you? what did Devonta Freeman do last year if you're hating on what da- Damian Williams did last year? A good point. That, 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 that's a good point. It's just I, I don't trust Damian Williams after having him from last season. Logan, Touché. what do you... In my mouth, I don't, I don't want What do you think about the trade? Out of the trade? Yeah, yeah, with, it's, we'll uh, go with Mason. The other one's a... Plus, plus, let me just say, if things don't work out, Devontae Freeman, I don't like where he goes or he doesn't get signed. I drop him and I keep my other person. All I've lost is my fifth-round pick became a sixth-round pick. Yeah. And I was going to drop Damian Williams anyway. Yeah, hey. Logan, what you got? I, I would have just kept Damian Williams only because... That whoever drafts the first overall pick with uh, Clyde will want Damian Williams for sure. either in free or for the first couple of weeks, and I think you could have had a higher trade value earlier in the season. Then I'm not saying it was a bad trade. I'm just saying that there is more upside in Williams in the sense of trading in the future than what you did right now. Max, I just like my players more than more than what I thought that upside was. But that's a good point. Max, what you got? Um, I think if you could tell me Freeman is gonna definitely play, I would I would have done it. I like Devontae Freeman. I think he's very good, but like the uncertainty of he might not play, eh? I don't know. But like Adam said, he only lost one one round in, in pickets, and you know I haven't drafted ever in this league. But from what I hear, you know there's not a lot of great players in the fifth and sixth round, so maybe there's it not. doesn't really matter that much. Yes. Yeah, what do you think about with me, right? Yeah. What do, what, what do you think so... about the Damian Williams trade though, Max? My thing is, like, Mason drafts Clyde. Clyde's the, the biggest person on his team. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Clyde gets injured. Mason's looking for Damian Williams. Mason's willing to give DJ Chark for Clyde at that point. You know what I mean? So you, you have you have to hold over his head. For, for Damian Williams, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for Damian Williams. So that's my thing. Is like you, you have the advantage. And to be honest, it's what I'm worried about. 
like you know whoever has Dalvin Cook's backup is gonna have something yeah. to clear yeah. my head. Oh, do you just wait, Logan? Yes. But but what you what you gotta keep in mind is I was not going to keep Damian Williams. I don't see value in him. Like like I get the whole he is a handcuff and I can get value from that. But I think that like Darius Slayton, I think that the value in keeping him and and like making sure that I have him on on my team. Yeah. Is, is more valuable than that handcuff out. And and I've done fairly well in the past with looking at rookies or first year players and assessing their value. I did it with Cooper Cup and with Kenny Gallagher. Adam, yeah. board bet, board bet, Adam. Darry, uh, Damian Williams scores more points than Darius Slayton next year, and that is Five with a healthy Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Put it on board! Wow. Do the Chiefs still have that other running back named Williams? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We don't even know that dude's name, though. But Adam but Adam has a draft. Unlike me now, unlike Mitchell, you could Hold have drafted Brady Slayton, but you would have had Williams. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so you, you still would have been able to keep. You would have had everything. You know what I mean? Probably That's keep get Darius Slayton in the second round. Except everybody knows that I like Darius Slayton. If I drop him, I'm not going to take him in the first round. I recognize that there are, there are people that are going to be available that are going to be better than that, most likely. So someone could try to jump, and I just don't, I don't know. Darius Slate is 100 overall, and I play. Wow. Letting go of people go. that not I believe in, and then not being able to get them back, like Kenny Galladay. What I think... What what would have made me keep on to Williams is definitely when you accounted for the fact that there's not going to be a preseason, which means most likely week one, maybe week two, week three, that range, you have three weeks to try out for that job uh, and prove why he should keep at least some sort of role in it. And I think it's very, very much so in the realm of possibilities that he pops off, you know, goes for 120 and a couple touchdowns one of those games, and, and then you're in a running back by committee, and he could have value in that. So that's what... Yeah, but, but my, my problem is that he's so inconsistent. You look back at last season, he had games where he scored 1.8 points, 1.6 points, 7.1 points, like 5.3 points. He had games where he just did not do well. And yeah. I, I don't know. I, but I don't well, know what games stuff. did Slayton have that you're keeping over him? Yeah, Slayton had some bad games in the beginning too. especially when Slayton, Slayton had some right. bad games, but he's also... Um, not the number one wide receiver on the team. He had a game with 31.9, 31.1. Like, he's not the number one receiver there. But he still has who has a better option to start on your team? A guy who's a starting running back or a third option receiver? We're arguing over pennies here, too. Like this yeah. Is- yeah, this is, this is small stuff. I think that the value long-term resides in Darius Slayton. Okay. Word. Let's go. Last trade of the night here. Logan and Mason, let's talk about your deal. All right. Um, I mean, obviously, there's a lot. It's a big uh, deal. This was a big trade. I, I, really, I do believe in what you said about the running back the first couple games. Um, I'm not sold on those running backs. And I, I looked at the draft from last year. Mm. Well, I took this into account. You Come know on. what I mean? And there are good picks within those rounds that I gave up. No doubt. Yeah. But they're like, out of 12 people picking it around, in the second round, you have DK Metcalf. 
who made, you know what I mean, who actually made a splash near the end of the season, and Singletary, who he would have kept. But, yeah. like, the pick that I took was Paris Campbell. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and He's a little bit watch out. So, like, and I take Paris Campbell? that's what I mean. Like, the, in the position of the draft, mid-draft, okay. the second yeah. round, the pick that I gave up was Paris Campbell. Yeah, so for sure. So, to me, giving up Paris Campbell for Deontay Johnson – that I know is like gonna be like I mean the dude's gonna be a star a stud in my that's my feeling the there's research that I've done pretty dang high I, chance there's very realistically you can see that yeah. happening but then um, you and see, AJ Brown has also proven himself and I think giving up those picks for I think I, I will have to work hard um in trading or on the waiver wire to build up a bench but yeah I like my starters right now and there's not many teams in the league that I would trade my starters for you know what I mean yeah. besides like three teams maybe two teams in the league and that's being from being like last place that's huge yeah absolutely I think there are a lot of good teams or good bench teams that you just leave a lot of points on there like you know you have been last year or even Hannah to a point last year where you're chasing these guys where you have three or four guys who are all basically the same and you know you yeah. go like Mark Andrews um Braden Cooks uh, who else do you have? Uh, Noah Fant, like any of like those. There's there were several guys in that team that were all the same. Ben had the same issue where if you could say I'm gonna take those four guys and turn them into one top twenty player that I'm gonna start yeah. every single week. Like I I think there's a lot of logic behind it, and I think especially when you speak to the draft, it's a crapshoot. We can all talk about doing yeah. research. We talk about this, you know, whatever. But like Parrish Campbell, in the middle of the second round last year was a logical good pick, but then. Yeah. Andrew Luck left. You know what I mean? Like, and, and everything just rattled apart. Like, I, I don't look at that pick and go, like, Adam, why would you ever make that draft? Like, no, that was a good Luck pick. Fifteen minutes after our draft ended, that Yeah, I mean, like, there's just going to be these things that you're not going to be able to control. So you're trading the thing that you know. You're getting a, a, a proven guy. Where you're like, this dude has a role. This guy's going to be able to contribute for the possibility that you know, hey. Maybe with your, you know, ninth round pick, you take pick DJ Chark, and he does really well. Like me. <laughs> Mason, what do you think? Um, I had one a motivating factor for me was that too many keepers, keepers. So some people had to get dropped or traded for little fifth, sixth round picks. Lastly, and unlike Mitchell, I'm still a believer in the NFL running back, rookies running backs coming in, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire's, DeAndre Swift's, Jonathan Taylor's. They're going to be able to contribute and contribute well on their teams, um, especially probably by week four, week five. I um, mean, if you look at the last year, the top three were Miles Sanders, Josh Jacobs, and David Montgomery. David Montgomery was clearly the worst, and nobody's doubting him as a keeper this year, and he still contributed fairly well last year. Miles Sanders was a, was a league winner for somebody. Hannah until they got hurt in the Boston Scott. And then Josh Jacobs, like both people I had on the team who won the league. But I, so. I don't think you can compare those two because both, if you go David Montgomery and Miles Sanders, were both very disappointing if you had to rely on them as a week to week starter. Like, yeah. like Miles. If you look at Miles Sanders' first nine games, yeah. I mean, he scores under 10 for Shh. all of them except for three. I agree, guys. Yeah. But Hannah, what seed were you last year in the playoffs? It's a curiosity. Sure. Was she like an eight seed, like or seven? She was a back at six, seven, eight seed. Yeah. You don't have to be a top seed to make it. So slip in the background. I'm fighting against Caleb's team, Derek's team. Like I'm not fighting against like big teams that I'm scared of with my starters currently. Yeah. So sure, I can I'm slip not, a back seat and wait until they're ready. 
for an eight seed. I'm shooting for the top. Like, a, you know, Why? my starting lineup week one, in my opinion, can contend now with the top contenders from la- that have their roster. Until we change our money to where overall points gets the most money, I'm not changing my strategy. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but you still run the risk of throwing up a dud. And then you just have a mid, you know, you you have a bad first week, you know, week one of the playoffs, and you're done. You got nothing to show for it. At the very least, you look at my team last year. Okay, I lost the first round of playoffs. Ha ha, whatever. I still won four hundred dollars because I, you know, fielded the best team every single week, and that was the strategy of saying like, hey, I'm gonna score 120 points a week, and if you can beat me, I'm scoring over 120 points. Like more power to you, dude. You beat me. Great work. So I I think that's in if you run with fantasy. You play the game of what's most likely to happen. And if you look at proven, established guys over rookies, especially in this year, it, it goes, well, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I, so you don't know? Sure. Because you're talking like you do know. That's so why I'm cautioning you. Oh, yeah, You're cautioning like, it's hey, going to be bad. You're yo, saying it's going to be bad. all three be Josh Jacobs. I know, but you're saying it's going to be bad. It could it could happen. Yeah, yeah. No, no. There's a, there's a chance that they, they all so go you, and they win the draw. You say, I don't know, know, but you're saying you do know same time. I think one of them is more likely than the other. I, I think you're looking at a 75-25 split. If well, I, at first thought, I thought Logan uh, lost it, but but now, you know, I don't think it was a bad trade at all for Logan, and I'm not big on Clyde Edwards here at all. Uh, you know, there's a reason he went as, like, what, the fourth or fifth back, and those teams do days of research when we do a couple hours, so uh, I'm not big on him at all. And I think Clyde, Clyde was the first back off yeah. the board, and Jonathan Taylor was the second back off the board. Oh, was he really? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I just love the face change. Max came in like he had this point; it was good. They did weeks of like hit the exclamation point, and then he just went, "Oh." <laughs> hey, love the spirit, though. Love the yeah. spirit. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm with Max. You know? Hey, dude. And if I had a full complement of roster spots, I'd probably rather have AJ Brown than Jonathan Taylor. But sure. the way I look at it, I'd rather have. I'd rather have Jonathan Taylor and Damian Williams than AJ Brown. Yeah, you have to you have to keep in mind the keeper spot, which is yeah. something well, like to me, it, it's not. You can argue one way or another, sure, but the fact that we even can debate it, and there's just so much uncertainty, means that at least it's not a like landslide. It's not like Jared and Jake's trade. You're right, Logan. Okay. What was Jared so, and Jake's trade? Um, James Conner and David Montgomery. Yeah. For Will Fuller, oh, Marvin gosh. Jones, and Michael Hardman. And then he traded Will Fuller for Cohen. Tariq Cohen. So it netted as, for Jake, it netted as James Conner and David Montgomery for Tariq Cohen, Marvin Jones, and Michael Hardman. That's just horrible. I think he has one guy in front of the top 100 there in that trade. Man, oh man. And the idea that Jared was able to sell him Michael Hardman, yeah. that's very impressive because he didn't do anything you last know, year. Jared's been working Miko Harmon for a while. Like last year, he was selling me on Miko. Loves Miko Harmon, and I'm like, yeah. yeah he, I think he had like two or three games when I was at uh, Terry Kill was out, and maybe Sammy Watkins was banged up too, and he got a lot of action. But now I'm good on that. I remember one time though, Jared was like, um, speaking of the Wild Wild West. No, Jared was um, talking about Miko Harmon in the chat before a week. He's like, he only needs one ball. Miko Harmon caught one ball for 75 yards and a touchdown. Yep. And I was like, what are the odds yes. that the one ball he needed, he took to the house for 75 yards? No. What a just, call. He's a less less consistent Deshaun Jackson, I which did, is very I did read a, read a, a um, 
a thing about Miko Hardman right, and AJ Brown. What? I, what was that? Huh? Good point. Good point. No, I read a stat about Miko Hardman that there's only been two wide receivers in the last like 50 years that have had over 20 yards left to target. Or maybe it's 15 yards. Um, five touchdowns and over 500 yards in the rookie season. And it was AJ Brown and Miko Hardman. Dang. I like one of those way more than the other one. I'm with you. Speaking of liking things more than the other ones, anybody got anything else left? This is a, it's been a decent little yeah, podcast here. I, I got something. Oh, yes. Listen, there's a couple people in the league who, if they're listening, they have are. even like fourth, fifth, and sixth round picks that they could be trading for players on other people's teams. I'm just saying, dead picks like Adam was talking about are a thing, and I don't know if people are looking at their rosters. So you want Derek? If you have six picks in the first three rounds, you know what I mean? Like, you should be yeah. trading, like, your later round picks for even, like, someone like, I don't know, Evan Ingram or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? no, so who are we talking about, though, specifically? We're talking about Derek, for sure. I don't know who else there would be. Caleb doesn't have extra picks. Yeah, Caleb doesn't have extra picks. I think, I think Mason might have some dead picks. I have plenty of dead picks. But it's, it's like Mitchell said, though. Would you rather take the sure, known commodity... Yes. Or take a chance in the draft in the fifth Listen, round with a 10% chance of getting someone that's good or a 90% chance of getting a flop like we did last year. Yep. Preach it, brother. But backups started getting picked in the like fourth round last year. So if you have a fourth rounder, oh, like, yeah. why not, you know what I mean? Quarterbacks are running in the second round. Why not like takes a quarterback, an extra quarterback in someone's team like Tim's? You know what I yeah. mean? Why, Logan? Are you out of draft picks, Logan? I'm sorry? Are you out of draft picks now for some reason? What? No, no, I'm not talking about me personally. I'm just saying, you know. Oh. In general. In general. Yeah. In any of Logan's players and happen to have extra draft picks. Max, what you got? You got a final word for me? No, I'm Josh Gordon. That was big news for me today. I've been holding on to him in prayer. And when he, if he does play, he's like Antonio Brown. Ring of ring of fire really quickly. If you're the owner, if you just found out this news, you got a little Josh Gordon buzz, are you gonna sell him now with the hopes that this probably isn't gonna pan out and he'll end up just being more kind of excitement than he will be ever a player? Or would you hold on to him and wait? Adam. I absolutely sell him. Sell him? Logan. I absolutely sell him. I don't trust that he won't start smoking weed again. I like I just don't trust it. <laughs> Logan, what you got? Depends on what his price is. You know, it's the same situation like he said with Antonio Brown. Fifth you round. Know, like, Did you do a fifth round for him? I kept Antonio Brown for a long time because I wasn't going to sell him low in the hopes that he was coming back. And then with just the whole retirement, I was done with him. But, like, I'd say keep him unless you get a good price. Unless you get that superstar price for him, I'd say keep him. Max, you taking a fifth round pick for him right now? No, not a chance. Not a chance. Josh Gordon played 11 games last year and scored 50 points combined. Oh, my gosh. Okay. You know he's got, like, 1,600 yards in one season, which was, like, top 10 all time. That was in 2012. You know, how many years yes. ago was that, Matt? That? How many years ago was that? I think it was 2014, so, what, six, seven? Nah, it wasn't 14. If, that, if that's the rule, then A.J. Green's the truth. Yeah. I should have won a lot of championships with my old man teams. Uh, no, that was the year that uh, new Tyler from camp beat me in the Super Bowl with, uh, yeah, with Josh Gordon. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I didn't know last year he had a, he had a down year, but I'm t- when, if, he gets, if he gets back to his past self, 
If uh, you which could I only... think he can. That's why I'm not telling you. It's my personal belief. Did you get it down here? Oh, yeah. Just last year? Just last year. Well, that was the last full year he played in a while, right? I mean, yeah, yeah so he played more games. Than... those other years kind of down, too. Yeah, I mean... Most years are kind of high for him, though. Ha <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. All right. Uh, speaking of kind of high, anybody else? Anything else? Anybody else? Nothing to add in? Hannah, crazy uh, word? Uh, completely unrelated, but I think I cracked the ribs while I camped. Wow. It's not football related. It's just fun. It's it fun could be football related. Hannah, tell me. <laughs> he cracked some ribs while he's at camp. Who's? <laughs> hey yo! Wow, that's a good joke to end on. Oh. All right, guys. Hey, thank you so much for listening, and 